ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Prairie Track and Field Podcast. I'm your host, Ryan Enerson. I'm your other host, Cameron Rao. And today we are bringing you all sorts of updates. Uh, oh, it's been a long time. The last one was our Austin Miller episode. I think that was February 8th, if I remember right. Yeah, it's uh, it's been a minute, you know. It, when we were prepping just uh, before you started recording, Ryan, both you and I were kind of like, oh, man, we're rusty. I'm like writing notes down, you know, and stuff like this because I don't want to forget anything. So um, maybe maybe I should always write notes down. Maybe the quality of our content would be a little bit better. But uh, that being said, good to be back and, uh, you know, benefited a little, I think, by by the weather, you know, at least on the high school side. We'll talk about that kind of towards the end of the episode. But uh yeah, I mean, thankfully, track and field goes on with or without us, um, and it it's it's continued uh, at a fast pace, you know, which will you guys will see as we kind of go over some some results from the past weekend. So, yeah, so I mean, first of all, let's talk about you. One of the reasons that it's been a while is uh, we posted this on Instagram. Um, we. Thank you for all the support. And I guess suppose you should probably speak on that more on your behalf. But um, yeah, you were diagnosed with testicular cancer um, early in March. And so it's been a journey ever since. How, how are you feeling? I know, but tell all the listeners. Yeah. So just to kind of, if, if people don't know, I had surgery to remove a tumor um, that they found was cancerous. And then, you know, after some scans and stuff, they decided to uh, that I needed to go through chemotherapy. So, uh, it's like three, three week cycles or it's yeah, three cycles of three weeks. So right now I'm in week three of the first cycle and, um, you know, feeling really good right now. Um, weeks two and three of each cycle are kind of down weeks. If you want to think of it like a, like a training cycle, I one really hard week of high mileage, two down weeks of kind of recovery, uh, and so in those down weeks, these first two down weeks, I've been feeling really good, feeling, feeling like almost normal, uh, just being able to spend some time with my family and uh, get outside as the weather warms up and go for walks and bike rides and stuff like that. So uh, today, today I'm feeling really good. And uh, yeah, uh, just been feeling really um, blessed and encouraged by all the messages from from you guys, the listeners and and from my family and from friends and and my church and stuff so uh, i'm feeling i'm definitely not feeling uh alone De- i know i'm not alone in this and uh you know the encouragement that i've gotten from all of you guys has been has been huge and and it means a lot and you know just just uh saying it uh, i don't think uh really uh can show how much you know all your messages and support and prayers that have meant so um yeah um just yeah thankful to have the the track and field community uh and you know in the distance running community um you know track athletes i think you know as much as any other athlete if not more uh know what it's like to 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 suffer and to hurt and to go through tough things um so uh you know i think that has set me up well and uh to go through this and um and, and I think it is allowed like the people that I know to be able to like sympathize with, with me, at least in, in some way. Cause we have, have, you know, kind of the, the competitive and uh, training aspect of track that, that is so like painful and, and difficult and challenging and unpredictable kind of, kind of like this is. So um, yeah, all that being said, I, I, 
very optimistic with where I'm at and what the next uh, like six weeks is going to hold. So, yeah. It's been really nice to talk to you over the last few weeks and know that you're feeling so good. Um, that's been just a, such a blessing and yeah, you know, praise God for that. And, um, you did say you're starting to lose a little bit of your, your hair, your locks. Yeah. Yeah, The hair is thinning, but you know, I just got to look at it. Like this is going to complete my infinity gauntlet of hairstyles that I've had, you know, I've done the frosted tips. I've had the mullet, you know, I had just the, the flow. I've had the short hair, the fade. Now I'm going bald. So, you know, maybe a little bit sooner than I would have thought, but you know, I'm getting that final final infinity stone of, of hairstyles, you know, check that off. So. Yeah. You got to catch them all. Right. This is, this is just like new character unlocked is just yeah, think of it that yeah. way. A new skin. Right. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. But yeah, no, we're, we're super glad to hear that you're feeling well. And uh, I think we both know that it's nice to have something to look forward to. And so that this week, this was it for us, uh, you know, to have this to look forward to and not only for us to talk about track, but just to kind of see each other on video too, is always really nice. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, Got to find something to keep me busy. So, right. It's, it's good to do. Yeah. So uh, we'll keep you guys updated as the journey keeps going and give you some more updates on cam, but uh, let's dive into a little track and field. And earlier yeah. you were, it was kind of a backhanded compliment. You were like, uh, we benefited from the high school season, uh, not hardly happening yet just because of the weather. But uh, I don't think our high schoolers probably feel the same way. Yeah. I mean, talk about a, a tough deck of cards, a tough hand, you know, uh, I don't know exactly how many outdoor meets everybody's run, but I, I want to say, you know, Two. Some some people, you know, maybe have only run their first meet, their first outdoor meet at this time, you know, and uh, so in terms of like updates that we can give or sort of predictions, you know, like I don't I don't even think it's fair for us to to <clears throat> to say much of anything, you know, because it's it's been that tough, you know, obviously, you know, there's great indoor facilities at, at UND, NDSU, UMary, you know, and so a lot of schools are able to benefit, you know, by still being able to compete at, at the indoor season, but, you know, that, that doesn't help like the javelin throwers and, you know, there's some other, you know, like the 100 hurdles, 110 hurdles, you know, uh, stuff like that. 300 hurdles. You just can't, can't do those events indoors. So, um, but anyway, all that to say, you know, thankfully the weather's heating up a little bit. The outdoor meets are starting to roll. Uh, we got Howard Wood look to look forward to in a couple of weeks, which I'm sure a lot of schools will head down to get some, some really good competition uh, in the region and, you know, the times will come, you know, people will get qualified. The state meet's still going to happen, you know, and, and that's kind of what we're, what we're looking forward to. And, you know, I guess we not, not a whole lot we can talk about, about it right now, but uh, we can at least uh, wave the green flag on the outdoor season. It, it started, it's here. And, you know, you know, honestly, Ryan, you think maybe like uh, knowing that you have fewer opportunities might motivate some people, you know, to to not take for granted the meets that they do have. Oh, definitely. Definitely. And I think the last few years have been a good reminder of that with, you know, different COVID policies and us not even really getting an outdoor track season uh, in 2020. But yeah, you definitely value the opportunities that you have. And uh, it puts a little bit more pressure. There's no, you know, room for quote unquote, you know, rust busters or um, I know you and I, we like to start our sleep seasons pretty slow when we were in college and we'd always be like, yeah, we got so much time, but 
Um, I may be thankful that we're not competing uh, on such a tight schedule anymore because, yeah, it would be be tough to go in with that mindset. But with that being said, at the same time, uh, you also like I forget that in high school, you're running two to three meets a week. So, you know, in the college season, what there's three meets until conference and that's pretty much it. And they've kind of yeah. been in the same boat. They've been able to travel, but uh, high school, they got a few more opportunities. But yeah, um, what's uh, the wonderful song? Uh, Big Yellow Taxi, you paved paradise, you put up a parking lot. Uh, don't it always seem to go? You don't know what you got till it's gone. So, oh but, to make it, but to make it rhyme, I think it's a little bit more like, you don't know what it's got till it's gone. So, um, but either way, a long-winded way of me saying that, yeah, you definitely got to get after it these next couple of weeks, but there's still plenty of time. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, I'm looking forward to, you know, maybe in a week or two, we can have some, some high score results to kind of dive into and talk about. And, you know, uh, I don't know exactly who all is going down to the, to that Howard would meet, but now I'm, you know, I'm excited to, to see what that, that meet produces. And, you know, that's just a fun it's a fun. It's like the California meet of the Midwest, you know. For sure. No disrespect so, to the Drake Relays, Ryan. No disrespect. Yeah. Now we'll talk Drake Relays at the end. But uh, two things I want to add. So legendary Red River Jumps coach Tim Delmore. Uh, he's in his 46th season of coaching the riders this year. So anyway, I ran into him over spring break. And he said that the latest he remembers getting outside was April 22nd. Uh, I don't he didn't remember what year it was, but. Uh, you know, we're at April 19th, we're recording this. So they they made it close to being an all-time worse. Um, and then the other thing that I was just going to say was, uh, you know, as far as like opportunities again, uh, Howard Wood Relays, you mentioned that. We got a follow on uh, Instagram from the Howard Wood Relays. So collab, oh. question mark. Oh. oh, okay. I didn't know that. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, so Love to see it. Just manifesting. So <laughs> yeah. Anywho, uh, let's talk college a little bit. We'll hopefully be able to cover high school more uh, in the coming weeks when we have more results. But high, high school has been a little bit on the pause, but college has been rolling. So big weekend. We posted a little bit about it on Instagram, just how this California week is always a good week to compete. It's also probably, I don't want to say the, the peak of the outdoor season, but it's definitely the trip where you spend the most time out in California and it's usually good weather, maybe a bit gloomy this year for a few of the days, but uh, for the most part, all of my great memories were from Mount Sac, Brian Clay, uh, Long Beach. And uh, based on what I saw on social media, I think the trend continues. It was a good week. Yeah. Yeah. This is always, you know, I mean, you always have the championship meets circled and highlighted, but this, you know, this weekend for me was always, you know, the biggest stepping stone to get to those uh, championship meets. You know, you knew you were going to be able to run fast. You knew the competition was going to be hyped. The environments were going to be great. And, uh, you know, it's just kind of that, that opportunity to really <clears throat> take like a business-like approach to, to the track meet, uh, to the competition, whatever, whatever event you uh, you had uh, kind of funny thing. You you mentioned kind of the gloomy weather out in California. So my brother ran a meet in the cities uh, on like a Thursday or Friday, and it was like 80 degrees or something like that. And then my sister was running at Azusa Pacific, and it was 50 degrees and rainy. So you know, uh, you can't you, you just you just can't you can't control the weather, you know, even, even when you go out to California, you still can't control it. But, you know, for the distance events, you know, that's actually not, not too bad of a conditions, but uh, 
anyway, let's get down to, to some actual results. We got some highlights. You got, got like three, three highlights on the men's side and three highlights on the women's side. Uh, Ryan, you want me to start? Yeah, go for it. What do you got? Uh, I, I mean, this, this is something we, we could have predicted. Nobody would have blamed anybody if you would have put a lot of money on this happening. Is it the king of Kenmare? The Kenmere King, Jacob Rodin, who finally does it, breaks the NDSU outdoor school record in the 18 in the 800 meters. He runs 147.65. I mean, incredible. Absolutely incredible. I mean, I just can't even I can't even imagine like how how fast that is. Right now that puts him 17th nationally. Uh as an extra, you know, sort of accolade for, for his fast time. He was awarded the, uh, for the 11th time this year, the summit league key performer of the, of the week or whatever they're calling it, you know? So people are noticing he's turning heads. People are noticing that, you know, Jacob Rodin is one fast dude. Um, and I mean, just, I mean, it's been, it's been over uh, a couple seasons too, you know, that, that he's continued to put up these fast times, you know, Ryan, I mean, this is this is not a question to discredit like the the record that he ran. Obviously impressive, but is is the record or his consistency um more impressive, you think? Uh in our physical therapy curriculum, it seems like one of the answers is it always uh, it depends. And I feel like, you know, you can't have one without the other. I think his consistency is what's brought him here. This wasn't like you see some records where somebody runs just an absurd time out of nowhere. You know, you have somebody that drops a half second in a, a sprint or somebody that does something crazy in a distance event and, you know, PR is by like 25 seconds, but Jake has just been grinding slowly getting better every meet. And I think his consistency has set him up, but you think of a lot of other things. He stayed healthy for the most part. You know, he hasn't had any injuries. That's huge. Um, he's been surrounded by great training partners over the last couple of years. And that's a roll of the dice too. You know, you, you hope that you always have good teammates, but the quality that he's had, I think has definitely lifted him up. So, and, and that's not to, you know, say that what Jake's doing individually hasn't been great because of what he is, what he's doing is awesome, right. but he's had a, like a perfect storm and he's taken advantage of it. So I'm, I'm super excited for him. Yeah. Yeah, man. I mean, don't get me wrong. I I love I love school records just as like records of any type, school records, world records, just as much as the next guy. But I think like if even if he hadn't set the school record, uh, his consistency and the amount of times that he's run like at one fifty and below one fifty, um, and you know, with the the season still to come, you know, um, I I wish track was was better at like recognizing those uh, accomplishments too. You know, because I think even if he was never able to get the school record, you know, uh, the amount of times that he was like close to the school record and the amount of like quality races that he's put together um, should still have like put him in the conversation of, you know, of one of the the best, you know, all time in NDSU history. Right. And and he's going to he's going to be in that conversation because he's got the school record now, too. But I just think it's, you know. It's just worth noting that, uh, yeah, like you're saying, this is this wasn't just a one-off. You know, you know, like maybe people will say, "Oh, you could have seen it coming" because he was like so consistent. But I don't know. Yeah, it's, no, 
well well done to the Kenmure king. Give him give him the key to the city. You know, is he he's basically the mayor now, right? That's a law, right? I'm sure. I'm sure it is. Yeah. So, so congrats to Mayor Rodine. Um uh, yeah, looking forward to the rest of the season. Yeah. All right. Who do you got next, Cam? Yeah, next we're gonna go go north a little to the school up in Grand Forks. Uh Luke Labette, uh another school record holder. Uh two school records set this past weekend out in California. He set the school record in the 5k running 1417. Uh, shout out to the previous school record holder, Nate Peterson, friend of the podcast. Uh, you know, the records are meant to be broken, Nate. And, uh, you know, it was bound to happen eventually. I think Nate is more than happy. You know, I'll, I'll speak on his behalf. You know, I think he, I think he's happy that his school record was broken because that means that there's uh, been, been a change there's been improvement in the program uh and uh you know und track and field is just elevating to that next level uh and so i think that's something nate is always always a big fan of so yeah you know nate is very much alive and doing well out in virginia but rest in peace man um <laughs> it was it was a good run so yeah yeah but but that's something uh i could go on a soapbox i'm not going to take this tangent very far but you know you just think of I hope when people break records, they know the story about the person whose record they broke. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know if Rodine can talk anything about Eric Stroh, um, the guy whose record he broke. I hope he can. Um, but it's just cool to know who laid the foundation for you. Tangent yeah. done. Yeah, no, that that's, that's a really good point. Um, so, I mean, you think, oh man, dude, you got one school record. Isn't one school record enough? No. You know, the next day, I don't know if it was the next day or day later, but same trip. Luke Lebet goes out there in the 1500, breaks the 1500 meter school record, which is set earlier this season by his teammate. So, well, 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 inner team rivalry going on there. They're switching the record back and forth. He ran 349.19 in the 1500 to break that school record. So, I mean, Luke Lebet, he's, uh, you know, we, we highlighted him a ton during the cross country season. Uh, and he's, He's continued to to improve and really cement himself as as one of UND's, you know, <clears throat> currently one of their best athletes and historically, you know, one of their best athletes. Uh, on top of that, he's also the score record holder in the steeplechase um, with the time that he set last year, running 843. This season, he's run 844 in the steeplechase already, uh, which ranks in 14th in the region in the steeplechase. So, I mean, he's got that 5K record. He's got that 1500 record. Uh, but the steeplechase, I think, you know, is – you look at a steeple time and that that's clearly his best event. So um, probably look to see him uh, run that at conference. And, you know, I'd imagine his, his time will hold up uh, in the region and uh, you know, maybe, maybe Luke Lebet's a guy we, we see at the national meet uh, later this season. Uh, it'd be great to see. Yeah. Keep our fingers crossed. Um, yeah. He's uh, he's running really well. All right. I'll, I'll take one. You good with that? Yeah. Go ahead. All right. So another meet out in California. So a little background here. If you aren't familiar with the California trips, there's kind of three key meets. And um, the one that kind of ends the weekend is the Long Beach Invitational. That one's a big one. A few days earlier, Long Beach hosts. It's like the Pacific Coast Intercollegiate or something like that. And that's at Long Beach. It's kind of its own separate facility. Really fun place to compete. And there's always a few pros. And there's just the random pyramid that they play basketball in. So that overlooks the track. So, okay, that's one of the meets. 
Uh, the second one you hear about Mount Sac, the Mount Sac relays. That meet probably would be better well known, but for so many years they were the track was under construction. Like they kept running out of funding, and I think the entire time I was in college, Mount Sac wasn't actually at Mount San Antonio College. Mount Sac, uh, it was always at uh, like Cerritos or Torrance or like it was at other schools. Um, but that's a, usually a really big one too, and a lot of pros open up their season there. And then the third one that we're going to talk about here, Brian Clay invite. Now, Brian Clay, 2008 gold medalist in the decathlon. He went to Azusa Pacific. That's where the meets held. And it's become known for two things, multis and distance events. And so you always can catch a clip of it on flow track. But before that even starts, it's all the multis. And for one whole day, it is only multi-event athletes. It's the HEP and the deck going on. And we had a great performance from Elisa Alseth from UND. So she took second in her division. She was in the top division at Brian Clay. There's another separate division. That's the elites. That's at Mount Sac. So totally different facility. Um, but she, yeah, she took second runner up in the A division, the top division at Azusa with a score of 5,676 points. It's 11th in D1 right now. It's only nine points off her personal best. And she qualified for nationals with her PR um, last season. So you'd have to imagine she's going to be right there again. And I wouldn't say she's a lock at this point because there's a lot of season left and you never know. Um, but I would imagine that she will probably get in with that mark. So we're very excited for her and such a fun place to compete at and do the job. Yeah, Ryan, how many, how often do you see <clears throat> like the, the national standing shuffle around you know, past this weekend, you know, cause we kind of talked about it earlier. This is kind of the big weekend where everybody across the nation kind of takes their shot at really, you know, going for a big mark and, you know, really the, the time, the mark, whatever is, is paramount over everything. You know, you're, it's not mm -hmm. really like, uh, let's just get out there and compete sort of weekend. It's like, we're, we're setting PRs. Yeah. So, how, yeah. how much is there? You know, it'll be the conference meet is probably the last big one. There aren't too many other major decathlons that'll happen between now and conference. Uh, there's probably not, you know, a ton of shuffling. Like I would think 11th would be pretty safe, but just you, you never know. And especially the last few years when times and marks and distances have gotten so much better. Uh, it's just hard to say. So I won't, won't put a stamp on it, but I think she's got a very good chance with that. Top, top there's no and there's no region for the multi top 16 top 20 uh, top 24 is what they oh, take so yep top 24 um you skip the regional you go right to nationals and um you know right now like i said she's 11th 24 currently is 54 22 so she's got you know about 200 and 200 and some points to spare so she's she should be safe with that, but you just never know. Somebody could jump up. Um, it's it'll be close. Yeah. But all right, that's that's mine. Um, I'll do I'll do one more just for the heck of it. So the last time we talked about someone from Mott, North Dakota, was when we had Alyssa Aline on the show, uh, former All American javelin thrower, uh, hails from Mott, North Dakota, down in the southwest corner of the state, and. Uh, but today we're talking about another Mott native. We're talking about Morgan Hertz, uh, who runs at UMary. She's a junior at that same Brian Clay meet. Uh, she ran one minute 0.39 seconds in the 400 hurdles that ranked seventh in D2. 
So awesome time for her. And second in the NSIC. So once again, just proves how good of a conference Northern Sun is. But I'm just excited for her because it was a pretty big PR. From what I could tell on TFERS, her previous best was uh, 101 flat. So, you know, six-tenths of a second is a big thing to do in the 400 hurdles. Yeah. Wow. And that's a that's an event I'm glad I never had to had to run. Dude, I had to run it. I think I ran it three times my senior year, and uh, it's tough. It's it's not fun. Why? Why? Why did you? What was the just to to work on endurance and hurdling, or what, what was the? I, I I foolishly thought I like wanted to run it, um, and I'm glad I did. I'm glad I you know said I did. Uh, I think my first race i ever did it was my best one and then it, it was tough i remember the probably the last time i'll ever run it it'd be fun to do another race just one more time that see that's what's weird about track is you're like oh it was terrible but yeah i'd do it again yeah yeah but i did it at a conference after the multi so i'd finished day two of the multi I'd just run the 1500 and then went out and ran some 400 hurdles and that was dude that was hard that was really hard so at, in Macomb, you ran, you in ran Macomb. the Macomb. Wow, was that yeah. like a situation like there was only like eight people entered in the event, like at all, or something like that that year? And no, there were more. There were more. So I didn't make the final, but uh, I did. I did all right. I just wish, like, I look back on that race and it's one of those where I probably just was like buying in too much to. Oh, I'm so tired from the fifteen hundred. So I like remember finishing strong. Like that's that's one race I wish I had back, but we'll we'll close the yearbook real quick and we'll uh we'll go on to the next one. Who do you got for us next? Yeah, I just just another kind of little little shout out, you know. Uh Jacob Canodal from West Fargo Cheyenne, you know, went went down south to that Brookings school for a little bit, but he's back in Fargo running for NDSU. He ran fourteen twelve for the five K this weekend, uh, which is third in NDSU history. Uh, only behind NDSU legends, uh, Jake Langang and Doug Hansen. So uh, it's a little shout out to to Jacob right there. We see you. We see you back in the in the green and gold, um, and and absolutely crushing it. I think he was only a couple tenths off of that second all time mark too. So and uh, only only a sophomore. So that that's kind of the thing that stuck out to me there. You know, um, you know he's young. He's, he's you know. We're seeing seeing good marks from him early on, and obviously we saw those those fast times in the two mile in high school, and uh, so yeah, for sure. I got one other little bonus shout out, uh, and then we'll kind of go to our. Uh, we weren't really going any particular order, but our third star from the men and the women. Uh, but Jaden Peraza of Valley City State, he jumped two oh five, which is six eight and three quarters. That hits the NAIB standard, um, so he will be. Hopefully, punching his ticket to NAIA Nationals. Uh, he's from Kindred, North Dakota, so want to give him a little shout out. But all right, you ready for the final big performances from the weekend? Yeah. Okay. We'll start on the women's side. So this didn't happen in California. Uh, the next best place to be that weekend, Dickinson, North Dakota. Uh, Kendra Odegaard, someone who we probably need to get on the podcast pretty soon. So she's a sophomore. She's from Lisbon, North Dakota. She threw 45.96 meters, uh, 150 feet, nine inches for all you imperialists out there um, at the Blue Hawk Invitational or whatever this meet was called. 
second best throw in NAIA. Okay. Um, and that earned her, uh, her second NSAA athlete of the week award. So pretty stoked for her huge toss. Um, she hits the A standard, so she's going to nationals and, um, yeah. And get this too. So she throws this huge mark, uh, throws a bomb for the javelin, but that day she also threw shot put, took ninth, also threw discus and took 16th and also threw hammer and threw a new lifetime best. Yes. Um, and took 13th. So Kendra Odegaard is just getting the job done in all the throws. But yeah, she set herself up really well for javelin. And this is something like when I scroll back on Tifers, she's done this at all of her meets this season where she's thrown all four. That how I mean, you don't see that too often, do you? Where especially, and maybe this is just how they did it at NDSU, but at NDSU, the jab throwers were for the most part just javelin throwers. You know, it didn't really mess around, you know, because it's such a such a different discipline, you know, than the other, you know, events, you know, shot and disc, there's some crossover and discus and hammer, you know, you can kind of, you know, maybe see some crossover there too, but you know, that, that that's impressive to, to just be crushing it in, in all those disciplines. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I mean, when it comes down to conference time, like you guys score points for the team. So, and it looks like she's going to do that when the time comes. So, but you know, okay, here's on our men's side. This is a guy, same, same uh, topic of conversation. He took third, at the NSIC championships indoors in the shot put. Now he's out throwing lasers in the javelin. And that's Leaf Nelson. So Leaf, yeah. uh, first yeah. of all, let's go, let's go back last week. So USD early bird, um, kind of the first outdoor meet for a lot of these schools because of all the snow on the ground. But two weeks ago now, he threw 72.28 meters. 237 feet uh, at USD. And that mark is fourth best in the NCAA Division II. It's still fourth best now. So he hasn't moved a whole lot. Just kind of goes to show like how high tier of a throw that is. But goes out to California this weekend. Goes to the Beach Invitational. So one of the ones at Long Beach that we talked about. And I saw from his coach on Instagram that on this throw, he rolled his ankle but he still threw 70.22 meters, uh, 230 feet, four inches and placed sixth at the meet. So these meets, you know, we talk about the chip on the shoulder being from a lower division competed up and he took sixth at this meet. Uh, I could probably figure out who he finished behind, but this is, this is Leaf Nelson, like from, you know, from Minot state. And let's see, he finished behind, uh, Benji Phillips, our old roommate from NDSU, a couple unattached athletes, Fresno Pacific, a couple other, you know, professional throwers. So like he's in a, you know, he's top tier. He's very, very good at what he does and a great job, Leaf, fun to see somebody getting on the national map a little bit. Man, he's that's not even fair though. With with a Viking name like that, he's not throwing the javelin. That dude is just literally hunting out there. <laughs> not dude, it's just primal for him. Yeah, this is... yeah, it's, it's got to be just like so natural. He's just like, oh yeah, yeah. I mean, the javelin is his Ellis Island. It's just been passed down. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, gotta be. Gotta oh be. man, <laughs> well, good. I think that covers you know probably as much as we can talk about college uh, for. You know, I hate to say as little as we've been able to follow along this season, but uh, yeah, those are if you haven't been paying attention and you're like us and you're kind of just getting caught to speed, th- 
those are some of the players in the game that you're going to want to watch. Um, so with that being said, any other last minute tidbits on the college season? Oh man, there, there's so many, I feel like every single weekend, you know, especially on the college side, you see, you know, new top 10, new top 10 improves their top 10 mark, you know, uh, you know, pretty much every single school, uh, is, you know, you know, posting out on Twitter and on Instagram, you know, the results, you know, uh, as they happen. So, uh, you know, we just don't have enough time to, to cover it all. I, I, I don't know. I don't know what, what my point in all that was, but you know, mm-hmm. people are running well, people are throwing well, and, um, we love to see it and hopefully there'll be more to more to talk about in the, in the coming weeks. For sure. Uh, one other storyline that we'll touch on, uh, and then we'll talk a little bit about Drake relays is we've got to wait one more weekend for the new NDSU track to make its debut. So they were going to host a multi this weekend, canceled it. And as a result, we've got to wait until May 5th. Now that's when the NDSU tune-up is going to take place. And then they get to host conference summit league outdoors. So, a bike passed it today. It looks good. It'll look better with people racing on it. So <laughs> some other uh, little track updates. Ryan, did you know Fargo North is getting an outdoor track? Yeah, I'm super excited for them. Yeah, so so really pumped. You know, for those who aren't familiar, you know, Fargo North is just uh, used like the NDSU outdoor track, at least when we were in college for their, their high school training and stuff. And, you know, it paved out and not quite surfaced yet, but they got a, a new – got their own track coming pretty soon. And then I just saw a video uh, from uh, the, the Fargo Shanley AD that they're going to get a new track here in the, in the coming years too. Pretty, you know, state of the art, you know, I don't, I don't know exactly the specs, but uh, from, from what their AD was saying, it'll be, you know, pretty high quality. So, you know, a lot of good surfaces coming in, coming into the area and, you know, I don't know, more tracks is good if you ask me. So. Yeah, we'll, we'll definitely take it. So yeah. Uh, I just want to touch on Drake Relays real quick. Yeah. We, don't, we don't need to spend a lot of time here, nor really can we. They haven't re- released any of the start lists or anything. But uh, a couple of weeks ago, uh, went out on a limb and requested a media credential for the Drake Relays and got it accepted. Don't know how. Um, so we're super excited about that. So I'll be doing my best down here to try to cover those and get a ton of content and footage for you guys. Uh, the credential is good for field access and mix zone. So just a few things that I'm looking forward to. So on Tuesday, it's going to be the U.S. One Mile Championships. So preceding that is going to be the they call it the Grand Blue Mile. Uh, it's kind of a community race. Uh, my wife is running it. So she took third in her age group last year. So I'm very excited to watch that. And then cover the professionals. That'll be Tuesday. On Wednesday, they're doing a indoor shot put competition at the historic Drake Fieldhouse where Ryan Krauser is going to try to re-break his indoor world record and it's gonna be crazy so they're they're four men four women chase ely the defending world champion is going to be there too they're pairing up like first seed on the men's side with fourth seed on the women's side um and then they're going to kind of go down the list and it's going to be a little inner squad competition almost so and there's going to be food trucks and djs so hopefully we'll get to interview a world record holder after that event i'm very excited yeah, that's awesome, Ryan. Yeah, it's it's gonna be great. That, I mean, this is like uh, first. I mean, we've gotten we've gotten some uh, some content with like some pros and and uh, a little bit out of our like North Dakota uh, niche a little bit before, but this is like 
it was like the real deal, you know. This is like the first kind of test test your skills against the best, I guess, right? A, a little bit, yeah. Um, so if you yeah. see us there, find us. We still have a few stickers left, so we'll be handing out some stickers. We have some fun idea for some content as well. So uh, if you are at the Drake Relays, for sure, come find us, and we'll make sure that we get a chance to catch up. Yeah, awesome. So, all right, man. I think that's pretty much it. Is there anything else? Yeah. Just feels good. Feels right. Feels good to be back. Yeah. We'll keep our fingers crossed so we can do this again. But if you've listened this far, thank you so much. We always appreciate the listens. Thank you for you guys and supporting Cam along the way. He and his family appreciate it. Um, and we just thank you as always for supporting track and field. It's a great sport. And uh, that's well on display. And hopefully it will be even more so the next few weeks. So see you next time. Thank you